What's going on, guys? Uh, we've got another podcast today uh, in the Live to Make podcast series that I started a few months ago with my buddy Jamie. Um, unfortunately, Jamie's not in this particular podcast because he was out of town. So I drove up to uh, LA to go meet up with my buddy Scott, Scott Meadow, who is an awesome music producer, musician, singer songwriter. Scott's one of those guys that's just super passionate and driven and is just really, really good about getting shit done and, and really being an awesome freelancer and, and producing music. So I just wanted to chat with him and really just understand what, what he does for a living and how that sort of impacts his life, impacts people around him and just sort of like top level creative um, discussion over like you know how he views things and I think we had a really good time and you know we're pretty silly like when we talk together but you'll see that in the video um, but yeah let me know what you think and yeah Just whispering sweet nothings to the mic right now. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it, Scott. Yeah. Well, hey, cheers for having me over hey, here. This cheers. is an awesome studio you've got here, man. It's something. So, thank you. Tell me a little bit about this setup. Like, how did you go about setting this room up? Because I don't really know anything about audio and stuff like that. So. Um, it's really not meant to be this sort of room at all. Like the shape of it just really doesn't allow for anything good sonically. So, it's a box though. It's a square. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, think of any big studio you've seen a picture of. Okay. They're all like really big, long, odd shaped rooms, right? Sure. Because if audio is bouncing perpetually back and forth, like in a small room like this, it just builds up. And just... so, do you want it to be smooth rather than sharp? Does that have anything to do with it? Not really. Okay. I think the biggest thing with this one is just the length of the room. Got it. And I could totally nerd out about like the length of bass frequency ways but I so won't. what would be your ideal like studio then like i know that this is like a bigger step towards, like ideal like, within reason or ideal like ideal would it be like twice the size of this like in it like oh be like this is a pretty six good times space. i'd want like this whole building <laughs> it'd be like studio okay. a and studio b and like a right. kitchen and like you know one room is just for recording vocals one room is just for recording like totally. drum stuff totally okay. nice yeah. so what what have you been like kind of using this for lately i know you do a lot of freelance work right now yeah um yeah I do, I do pretty much everything from here. Yeah, so if I'm doing commercial stuff, it's mostly out of here. I got all sorts of instruments to make myself sound like a bunch of different people. Um, You've got guitars back there. You've guitars got back here. Keyboards. Got keyboards over there. I see another acoustic guitar over there. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is all this stuff? Is this like soundboard stuff? Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like such a noob when it comes to all this, man. Like, no, it's all it's all just fancy equipment. Either recording things in or pushing things out, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, dude, this is rad. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Um, I'm, well, I'm lucky enough to have a girlfriend that wanted to go in on a two-bedroom place to let me have one of the rooms. Dude, I feel like that helps a lot, especially just with rent itself. Like, yeah. you can actually spend money on things that matter, like this. You're not just throwing all your money away on rent. You know, like, you can kind of share the uh the payments i guess you could say yeah 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 makes yeah. sense for now yeah, until yeah. i'm rolling in it you until know? you're rolling in it. then i'll get to go to like another what's, separate building what's cool about this is like this is what's going to get you to be rolling like having your own little like dedicated space where you can create whenever you want like zone yeah. out from the world and yeah. just get into it yeah i also think i also think it's good to like work in any sort of setting or in any sort of parameter like and i battle that all the time like, I'll be in a writing lull 
trying to write the next greatest thing. It's just mm-hmm. not happening. And then in my brain, I get this thought like, oh, you know what? I really need this guitar. I really yeah. need this thing. Or like, I really need <laughs> to this get me new, there. This new, you know, tablet to draw on or whatever it is. Like, oh, that's gonna be the thing that that like, really makes it happen me for to me. The next level. It's not true at all. No, it's not true at all. Like, if it's you're making good shit, you're gonna make good shit with the tools you have. For sure. So. And I mean, there's gonna be times where like you put out stuff and. Some of it just doesn't hit, or it's not as magical as you would had hoped. But by doing that, if you right. just keep putting things out and keep like trying, like chances are one of those things is gonna pop off in some form or another. You know, like yeah. um, when you put music out, like you know, you put an album out like not too long ago, which is really rad. Like right. a lot of the songs, all the songs are really good, but I feel like different people like different songs, right? So mm-hmm. like just by casting a wider net, but still kind of focused on that wide net, like you're you're gonna get things that work maybe better for other people or for yourself or whatever, you know? So it's sure. like, that's what I found with like your album is like, it's all quality. And then there's like little tidbits of things. That I'm like, Ooh, I really like this part though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's cool. Um, I don't know. Well, I think cause that, that EP was designed sort of just as a business card anyway. Right. I have no desire to be an artist. I'm not trying to find my look and my sound and put out albums and go on tours. I'm just trying to write good music and hopefully other people will perform them. But so like when you say like calling, it's almost like, this is showing that I can do this. Like I put together this thing. Yeah. I took the time to do it. I made it look awesome, sound awesome. I, I kind of like orchestrated this thing on my own with some help of some other people, I'm sure. sure. But like, yeah. it was your initiative. You did it just for fun in a way as like a passion project. Yeah, and I think a lot of people that are established in the industry uh, need to see that you can do things on your own. Yeah. Like that's the biggest thing I hear from publishers and labels and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool, show me what you can do. Like I'm not, they're not there to give you handouts. Exactly. It's not, it's not like, it's not like the sixties where you see a guy on the corner and some A&R guys like, I'm going to make you big kid. Cause you're talented. <laughs> doesn't like, that, that doesn't exist. Anymore. You need yeah. to have a social following. You need to have a look. You need to have a brand. You need Pe- to have your shit together. And then someone goes, okay, let's, let's kickstart you right. further. And people want to know how you spend your time. So like, I, it's obvious to anybody that listens to that, um, that EP that you, you took a lot of time hmm. out of your busy schedule to, to do this. It's something that like it meant something to you and like you can you can hear it in the music and i know i'm like raving about it but it's really awesome (laughs) anybody that's listening should definitely check it out where can spotify yeah it's um scott mido intent on spotify yeah we'll put a link in the description but um you can hear like the fact that like you were super passionate about it you're like singing from the heart you know some of those songs like they kind of like pull at your heartstrings like when i was listening to them you know what i mean so it's like yeah that was well that was that's what it was. It was like the passion project. A lot of them were songs that I had like tinkered with for years. Right. You know. So you finally the, the song about the breakup that like it was yeah. years ago that you don't even think about anymore, but because they never really found their home, it's like okay, well. I think a lot of people out. like that song probably. I which know that's my favorite song. Um, shoot, what is it called? It's um, it's the breakup song. Are oh, you thinking of goodbye? Goodbye. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That's just that has like the right sound for me. I love well, it's, that. It's song. a folk song. Yeah. It's basically if you break it down. That's what it is. Yeah, so and that's kind of like what I was talking about before is like that's like my favorite song. And like I like all the songs, but like, you know, sure. you gravitate towards certain sounds or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I guess like back to what I was saying is like the fact that you did that, people can now see like, all right, this guy's legit. Like he spends his time doing this. Like he's a he's a maker, a producer, like somebody that's creative. Like and you're able to hone in all those things and make something concrete out sure. of it, you know? Sure. And a lot of people have, like struggle doing that, you know? Like I know I struggle doing it sometimes. Like I have so many ideas and I'm sure you can relate to this. You have so many ideas and you're like, all right, what am I actually going to like do with all this stuff? I have to package it up and do something that's, you know, it makes sense. There's like some structure around it so that I can get it out, you know? Yeah. And that's that's tough sometimes. It's also like a little credibility. 
If yeah. I, you know, if I'm living in Los Angeles and I hit someone up to do a co-writing session that's doing way better than I am, right? They're gonna look up my name and go, "Okay, well, what has this guy done? Is he any good? This or that?" They can't go off an email. Sure. I, I can't email someone and be like, "Hey, we should work together." I have like a really like a lot of good songs in the works. Yeah. Like I swear they're good. Yeah. No one's gonna work with that guy. It's true. It's like you gotta give you gotta me something. something yeah. It's like going to a job interview without yeah. like if if you're a designer. You have to have a portfolio. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna get a job without a portfolio. A lot of people don't know, but I didn't graduate art school. Like I dropped out of art school because I got a job full time when I was at art school. And I'm like, you know what, like. Right. And I'm not saying people should drop out of school or anything, but for me, like, my path was, like... Drop out of school. (laughs) Drop. (laughs) Yeah, um, my path was more so, like, I'm just going to build my portfolio while I'm in school and then, like, put... Like, I put that up, like, right away. Yeah. And because I was able to show my work, it wasn't that great at the time, but, like, it got my foot in the door at a a creative agency, you know what I mean? Right. And so, like, there's young designers out there that haven't put their portfolio together. There's no consistency. It's not, like, cohesive. And I think that's the biggest struggle with, like, a lot of young creatives in general. Like, not even design, but, like... Right getting your stuff like professional like kind of packaged up in a presentable format that sure so like you know if we've never met like you said like you can just play your album or i can show you my portfolio like there's a real connection that can happen that way that yeah can sprout into a professional relationship you know yeah so can i can i flip the lens can i ask you a question sure are we allowed to do that you can do whatever you Cause want you, well, so because i went to like a regular four-year university but studied music Mm-hmm. But you went to like a specific art school. Yeah. Which I've always kind of found awesome. I'm yeah. surprised it's not more of a thing. I feel like the education system for creative people is it, better. It, <laughs> yeah. It's just really expensive. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I like it. I always go down this rabbit hole with people and it always comes back to like some people are ready to pick what they want to do and dive right in. Like, give me my focus. I know what I want to do. And some people are going to school to figure it out. Sure. And that's okay. But I feel like it should be more accessible. It should be more popular and okay to be like, hey, I want to do this thing. Get me in a program that's going to be doing this thing every day. Like, right. I want to work. Like, like, special, wh- like you, you want to specialize in something that you're really good at. And you yeah. want to get, you want to be the best at that. Yeah. And yeah, the Art Institute is where I went. And um, I loved, I love school. Like, I enjoyed it a lot. Like, there's, and what's cool about that is like, it's so specific. Like, you're saying that like, everybody there is like, also creative. Like, everybody's there to be more, um, in tune with like their passions and like, sure. they're trying to like maybe you know like you like lettering and like graphic design and like logos and branding like you know you kind of have these different like interests mm. well you can take a class specifically on like branding you can take a class specifically on like still life drawing like you can really see what those it's kind of like a hogwarts in a way you know like right. here's how we're gonna do like bo- um botany and like here's the the <laughs> the the wand class where we like master our like wingardium leviosa <laughs> Okay, sorry guys, a little, little Harry Potter talk, but seriously, like that's kind of what art school is. Like you go in, and you like figure out what your strengths are and like what are those areas about yourself that you really want to focus on. And you're right, there should be more uh, more schools like that for other topics and other other um, I guess like yeah. types of industries. Well, I feel like we got to this point because we're talking about having a portfolio of work that you can present as you start like moving forward in your career. And I feel like kids get to the end of college say four or five year university and at the very end you do like a capstone project and whatever it is at the very end you start having to take internships right at the very end you find a focus and maybe it took people that much time and that's the progress but at that point then they graduate they have a ton of debt yeah and they're going why can't i get this job yeah because you're not actually good at what you're doing yet 
It's like you have the theory. Like someone's taught you this is what you need to do, but you have to do it. You have to fail. You have to try. You have like to. you got to jump out of the nest and just you know you're gonna fall a few times and you learn from those those falls. You know, and like it's yeah. almost like. I think actually, so Will Smith started a YouTube channel, which is really awesome. Okay. He said something about, and he's been doing like a lot of motivational kind of like little snippets on his channel, which is Makes rad because like he's an awesome dude. But he says like fail, he says like fail often, fail early or something like that. Like I forget to get the actual quote, but it's true. Like if you can fail early, get it out of the way, learn from it, boom. Like, and not like big failures where like you're hurting people, you're hurting yourself. More like, okay, I made the, the dumb decision here. Like I probably could have gone about it this way instead. If you can do those things quickly and kind of like get through them, then you know, like, all right, like I've already been here. I know, I know how to handle this situation better. You know yeah, what I, mean? I think I also think that's a fine line. I sure. Think, I think a lot of people hear that advice. They're like, okay, I'm selling all my stuff, and I'm going on the road, and I'm doing this, and that's it's just drastic. like, okay, that's just unreasonable. I think what, I think what you have to do, and I'm no expert by any means, is to have a little bit of risk. Sure. Without just dropping everything off the ledge. Yeah, you got to be smart about it. Like, you have to be mindful. You have to be self-aware. You need to know, like, and when I say, like, failures, it's like, you know, I, starting the YouTube channel, never done that before. Sure. Didn't really know how I was going to do it. I'm sure there's better ways I could have optimized, like, how I filmed the videos and how I, like, made my thumbnails and all that stuff. But it's like, just the act of doing it made it, like, so that. I could learn from something. I have some sort of substance to like look at and be like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, now we can move forward here. But like, yeah, packing up your things and moving somewhere and like, you know, not like looking at your obligations and your finances and things like that. That's irresponsible. Right. So the idea of this podcast is like, I want, so this is the second one I've done. Okay. I want to go to, how are we doing so far? I don't, I don't know. We'll have, I mean, these, the people that are watching are going to have to let us, they're not watching right now. Obviously this isn't live, but, um, I don't know. People could be like, this is stupid. I'm turning it off immediately. Well, because, well, like, I feel like we haven't really had a theme. So, <sighs> so unless we're charismatic enough that people just want to listen. True. We're kind of just shooting the shit. I mean, we've the theme has been around, like, creating things, I think, and, like, making okay. stuff. So, like, there's definitely a theme in that regard. Like, so I titled this kind of, like, it's sort of vague, like, live to make. But I feel like that's sort mm. of like a mantra in a way for me. Mm. It's like that's kind of like how I live my life is like, I always want to make things. Sure. Um, because I feel like that's sort of how I'm programmed. <laughs> right. uh, like as a kid, I would just draw like cartoons all the time. Like in my classes, I would just like doodle on like the margins of my test papers and stuff. Sure. And I wouldn't really pay attention. I wasn't like a, a, a failed student or anything. Like, I got like B's and like A minuses and stuff. But yeah. like when it came to like subjects that I wasn't interested in, like math, right. <laughs> I would just doodle and like I would get in trouble by the teachers all the time, you know? So yeah. Um, I think the, the theme of like making things is kind of what and like other creators that are passionate about what they do because like that's something that I admire about you is you're always fucking constantly grinding like you're always doing something like mm. I'll be like hey Scott you want to hang out for this like you'd be like oh I actually got this project I gotta finish up or I gotta mm. and I, I respect that a lot I think it's really yeah. noble and those are the types of people that I think are important to surround yourself with like people that are actually grinding hustling like doing things that like are going to better their career, better themselves, better other people. Like the yeah. stuff that you do that has like repercussions, but like good repercussions, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like people get to hear your music. People get to see the videos that you edit. Like sure. you do a lot of cool shit. And like, I think that's why I wanted to talk to you is cause like I'm interested, I'm intrigued. You know, I always yeah. want to see what Scotty's up to. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, so. I've been lucky enough to uh, make a living doing creative things 
and also like pursuing another career on the side. Sure. Your side hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. But both are creative. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm trying to be a successful pop songwriter right. while I'm working in insurance. Or yeah. I was lucky enough to come up, you know, in advertising, doing video production, and editing and stuff. But is it luck or is it because you positioned your life that way? Like you worked for it. Oh, uh, I think it's a huge combo of both. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, that's nice. I'd probably say it's like 90% your work ethic and like you <laughs> doing shit and saying no and like having self-awareness and being like, hey, like I can't go out tonight because I have this thing I got to do the next day or I got to do this thing tonight. Like, right. and then, and then, yeah, like if you do enough, of, if you make enough of those good decisions, then maybe that's where the luck comes in. Like luck is sprinkled on top. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, just kind of spitballing. Well, yeah, like, no. well, like if you want to go back, how I got into video production was I worked at my university in like the department that did all the tech for the arts program. Yeah. So I would like do the live sound for the shows and do the lights and do the thing. And then the guys that ran that were like, hey, do you want to learn some camera stuff? And then you can rent cameras and kind of tech the classes. And I was just kind of absorbing anything I could. Yeah. Just like, yeah, teach me that. Yep, teach me that. Yeah. Yep, teach me that. With no real end goal in sight. Yeah. Just absorbing everything I could. And then I ended up doing an album with an old friend who then went on to do video stuff too. Right. He's like, hey, are you doing video stuff now? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, I need somebody. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm still figuring it out, but like, sure, I can I can come and help. And then... So it's almost like of- you you already had just like this like inherent ability to want to just learn a lot. like, And that's not because like you had a goal in mind. It's because that's just what you wanted to do. Yeah. Because like you're passionate about like creating and like, you know, learning new tools and new skill sets. So... That was already like a thing that was in you. And then the luck part was like, because you did that, the person that you were involved with at the time that you were hanging out with and like whatever, yeah. later down the line, it turned into something. And that's happened a lot in my life where totally. having good relationships with people, like getting your work done on time, like just being a good communicator, like just being an overall good person yeah. pans out in the long run, I feel like, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Well, what I think, I also think there's a hidden skill in just making whatever you're doing look like you want to be there and you want to be right, doing it. Right, right. Like Don't half-ass it. Yeah, and I know it's cliche to be like, oh, you're waiting tables and you could have been really good to the guy you were serving and he ended up being an executive for this or blah, right. blah. But that's totally the case. Like, sure. no one, you're not going to network with anybody if it looks like you don't want to be doing what you're doing. I just think that some people are maybe a little lost and they have to figure out, like, how to get into their groove. Sure. And not everybody, it's not easy for everybody has different chapters of their lives where they're figuring that out or... Right. Um, that's why sure. I started the YouTube channel. Is like I want people that are like trying to get into design or like they want to. I want them to know like these are ways that I went about doing things and solving problems that I think could work for you. Sure. Maybe there's a better way. Maybe there's not. But right. I feel like the it'd be silly if I didn't help somehow or share yeah. some of that knowledge. Well, right? I don't know if I'm in any sort of position to be doling out advice, but it's not even. If advice. You want to dig into it? Let's, let's do it. Okay. Um, for somebody that is new to like. Um, like music and songwriting mm-hmm. or producing, like, uh, what are some things that you would just, um, I guess, I guess, focus on when you're early in your career? You know, like, there's probably people listening that maybe want to explore that, and they, sure. they don't know the like. What's the most important thing you can think of? Make know? good shit. Make good shit. I mean, really. There it is. Make good shit, I, guys. I, but like, I battle <laughs> that every day. Yeah. I'll sit here and I'll like look up new gear to get and like a new way to do something or like buy a new guitar because that's yeah. what's going to inspire me to do the next thing. It's not the case at all. Yeah. Shut up. Put your head down. Make good shit. Yeah. Like, yes, you're going to have to network. 
You're going to make bad shit at you're first. Gonna, totally. Yeah. I still do. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not convinced I'm Dude, not making bad shit all the time. I but, make bad shit a lot. Right. Yeah. No, but I think that like you can't lose sight of that. Right. Because I think we're constantly inundated with like celebrities and successful people mm-hmm. just spewing out like, look at my lifestyle, my this, and it's an attitude. It's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. But be good at what you do. Be good I, at what you do by doing more of it and, and getting feedback from people that have done it better yeah you know and like being open-minded like not not holding on to your thing like it's just this little like fragile like you gotta you have to open up to people you have to be able to take criticism that's huge especially especially music yeah that's music is a crazy industry because for a lot of people it's such a personal craft yeah and if that's like your hobby and your release yeah take 10 years to write the song go for it like if that's healing you awesome yeah. But at the same time, if you're trying to make a career of it, mm-hmm. you got to be cranking stuff out and you have to let stuff go. You have to let people in to make it better. Yeah. You have to shut people out to like make it your own thing. Right. And it's a constant evolution of things. You can't be like so married to something. Yeah. I mean, you can marry a person. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> she probably won't even watch this. <laughs> hey, maybe. <laughs> Maybe she should. <laughs> now she's gonna have to. Yeah. Hey, there's a little Easter egg in there for you. Yeah. Okay. So what kind of we got a little groundwork coffee here? Is that what we're drinking? We are drinking that. We groundwork. There. I've been to one of those in like Venice, Venice Beach, or maybe Santa yeah. Monica. I'm sure there's one up there. There's one in Hollywood. They sell that one at Whole Foods. This one is a bitches brew. Yeah. I will. I will tell you this. The one thing about living with your partner, and for me, it's the first time. You have to compromise on coffee. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Well, like, do you co- guys have different, like, taste profiles? We have profiles? totally different coffee tastes. So now we've kind of found a middle ground that we both accept. So which you've is got sort a little of... dark roast here. That's not a middle ground, is it? Oh, yeah. So what does she like? I I like strong, like, bit over, bitter pour-over yeah. type coffee, and she likes strong, rich, like, dark chocolatey kind of coffee. Interesting. So we have to find some sort of middle ground. Something with, like, a little caramel or, yeah. like, a little bit of... Um... Even like nut flavor, maybe perhaps. Maybe it's always interesting to see all the different pour. Like we're getting really hipster and nerdy Sorry. right now, but no, like I'm, I'm just <laughs> laughing at myself for laughing. The nut profile. <laughs> it's a bit nutty. <laughs> this actually is really good. What what is like? What are we drinking here? So it's a a smoky and creamy blend with notes of dark chocolate and caramel. Ooh, maybe that's why I said caramel because I thought. So I when I say it. compromise, she definitely won this battle. <laughs> well. Emily, good, good choice. Cause this is no, really it is good. good. It yeah. is good. I just, I didn't realize how. It's like the perfect example for. It's like a perfect metaphor. When you for start a relationship, you have to compromise things. You have to find like that middle ground of, right. of okay, this is what you like, this is what I like. Right. They're in the same right. atmosphere, but we gotta like fine tune this so that right. it works out and both for. You're both also of us. trying to save money. You know, we could yeah. have two different coffee machines with two different beans in it. Yeah. And do that. But you guys are a unit. Yeah. I don't know why I went like that. That was. Like a scissor. Is that what it is? A unit? <laughs> is this a unit? Now? Do you ever feel like sometimes when you're just talking and your hands are just doing things that you're like, just stop. Like you're not helping me right now. Sometimes your hands can be like, you know, like Obama goes like this. Right. Or like you're, you can, sure. you know, you can do whatever you want. But yeah. sometimes your hands just do like really silly things. You're like, my, I wish I didn't do that. With no, my, my mouth does that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. I'll just say things. And like, as I'm saying, my <laughs> brain is just like why are you saying this right like, now why did you just say that thing scott yeah um go back to bed start again tomorrow right <laughs> give up now go back 
No, but I think whenever that happens to me, I just own it. It's like it's like yeah, it, it's like when you fart, and everyone knows you farted. You gotta laugh at yourself. You're only gonna make it worse by being like, "Who farted?" You just gotta laugh at you yourself. Like, My bad, I farted. Speaking of farts, okay. Do we want to go down this tangent? Well, How long is this? Do this we want to go down a fart tangent? No, this this is similar. It's in the same neighborhood as a fart. Okay, here's my question because okay. I'm actually really interested in this. Okay. When you poo, what app do you go to first? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think I go to Instagram. I go to Instagram and Twitter first. Yeah. Okay. And they're kind of like they're either or. I'm hitting one of those phases where I'm really over it. Over apps. Being while on you're Instagram. Pooping? Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, I mean, it's great for networking. I've met people on there to work with and collaborate with. Uh, you know, you see things that inspire you, but I feel like everyone is just so gung-ho about trying to pump out as much content as possible. Right. There's like nothing genuine anymore. And I get so angry because I'm not like angry in the moment because mm-hmm. I'm doing it. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, yeah. I'm thinking I'm getting value out of it. And at the end, I sat there wasted and wasted 10 minutes. You're like, I could have recorded a song right And gone like, I didn't get anything out of that. No. I'm not, I'm not getting anything from it. I'm not giving anything to it. It's just like yeah. a habit that I'm doing it. I think something that I've, I've, cause I've noticed that too. I've, there's definitely days where I'm like, why am I doing, why am I scrolling so much on this app? Mm-hmm. I've started to just follow. And I did it a lot with Twitter cause I started a Twitter account, which I'm not really like, this is a new thing for me. I've Twitter. Never been on Twitter. So I've, I've been following people in like the design industry and the creative industry and like tech stuff, like things that I actually really want value from. I'm only following those things. Right. And I'm trying to do the same thing with like Instagram where like I'm following people that inspire me that are like positive. But and, doesn't like, it then just feel like you're scrolling through advertising? No, not when you're not when you're following people that like are creating things that are like. You know, like uh, if I'm following like you, like a musician or somebody mm. that's a woodworker or oh, somebody that has a cool coffee brand there. Okay. Stuff that's that cool. is like, um, I don't know, like a little bit more authentic and genuine. And like, definitely, I'm sure I'm still following people that I need to like unfollow, I guess. But like, yeah, um, I don't look at it as like, oh, this is a good person or a bad person. It's more so like, does this bring me value? Sure. And is it something that when I after I see it, does it make me feel good or does it make me feel like eerie and like, like mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So like trying to prevent those moments where you're like, I just wasted time. But does it ever feel, maybe this is just like the cynic inside of me. It always sure. feels like someone's hubbing their own thing. Or like, even if it's a company, it's like, here's the six best things to do when you wake up or whatever it is. And then you click on it, expecting to get something out of it. And then you right. just see right through them just yeah. trying to get you to click on their other shit. I think that's, there's just going to be in the landscape of everything like there's gonna be those totally and you just gotta be like cool that's like fine. I, that's but, how you're doing it cool i like i'd maybe do it a different way you you, know? well you gotta tell me who to follow because i need like who a, to follow i need like a refresh of what what kind of like good, what kind of people like what are what are you interested in like design like i know a lot of like really good designers you know okay <laughs> what you know who you would actually like is um pablo stanley uh he's a really good designer like logo yeah. um logo designer Right. Uh, he does like sketch tutorials on YouTube. Yeah. But he's like got like a whole like musical side too. Like okay. I saw one of his videos where like in between his like transitions he would like play like on a keyboard like boop and it was a nice little like break from like him talking all cool. like so I was like, okay, this guy definitely has like a music background for sure. Right. He's got all these cool like vintage like keyboard things or whatever. Yeah. So Pablo Stanley would be a good one to follow. Okay. Right. And like a lot of these people like they're they're pretty in tune with like their passions and like they create good stuff all the time, sure. you know? And so it's kind of like this community that I found like in the design world, at least where it's like everybody encourages each other. Like you bring each That's other cool. up and it's like you learn from each other, like different perspectives. Um, yeah. 
yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So that's cool. <laughs> well, I like that because I feel like the design industry is way more uh, inclusive and friendly. Right. And it's also not full of vanity. It's like you're showing, you're sharing content of stuff you've made. Yeah. Not like of yourself. Sure. And I mean, there a lot of people could probably think that there's a big like egos involved and like because you're creating something. It's like please love my art. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everybody mm-hmm. wants the thing that they make to be like loved. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you go about it with an approach of like, hey, it could always be better. Like, what do you guys think? You open up the community. Like, this is what I did. Um, this is why I did this. These are my design decisions because of this like rationale. Um, but you know, I'm sure there's ways that I can improve it or like make it better for, I think that's the thing with design, like user based design is like, you're making it for somebody else. You're not making it for yourself. So it kind of takes you out of that like ego thing. It's like, it's not for you, bro. Like it's for that person that needs to achieve this goal. So that's, I feel like that's the biggest thing with songwriting, especially not writing for myself as an artist. Like if if the goal is to write about or for someone else, I'm, I'm writing a story that needs to seem like it's coming from someone else, yeah. but also being delivered to a huge mass of people. Right. It's like the weirdest fine line of how do I make something specific and heartfelt that also connects to ideally millions of people, right? So when you let's talk about you writing a song. Like okay. How, how do you, like, tell me your process, because I don't really know your process when it comes to, like, how you even go about that, you know? Sure. I mean, like, specifically? Like sitting down, whatever you want to talk about when it comes to like songwriting, like Mm. like everybody has different processes, right? Yeah, I feel like the biggest process differentiator is like writing lyrics and having a story first, or like making music and having a melody and stuff. Right. So usually people are like one or the other. I'm totally music first. Music first. I have like a whole song structured out, chord progression. I've like sung gibberish in my head, Mm -hmm. or even recorded gibberish, and then I like screw myself and have to go back and try and write lyrics. Makes fitting, sense like of the little puzzle pieces into the, yeah totally like oh it has to be an i syllable here so you have like little nuggets of things that you've kind of put together and then like yeah do you do you record them like on your phone first like when you're when you're thinking all of these the times things? okay yeah just like the voice app on your phone or something oh yeah yeah and then so you'll come home play those sometimes like, that's cool that's cool sometimes yeah i do it a lot when i'm driving okay i'll do like a lot of like weird little beatboxing things and singing ideas and yeah. then like the next day when I'm driving again, I'll be playing them all back. I'm like, oh, is that cool? Is that that's not? And cool. doing it in the car is cool? actually good because, like, when you're in traffic, you can actually be productive in traffic. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's productive, but it is productive because you're doing research. <laughs> like, remember what we said about fail? Like, maybe some of the stuff right. that comes out of your mouth like sucks. Yeah. But like, nine times out of ten, it might suck. But that one out of yeah, however many recordings is gonna is gonna pan out for something else. You know. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm I mean, gonna... there's hundreds of voice notes on my phone that have never found a home, but. Can we hear one right now? No, God, no. Let's hear one. No. Come on, we gotta hear one. I, like, today, the most recent one? Let's hear something. It's either, like, me singing and playing, or it's literally, like, beatboxing an idea, like, trying I gotta to get hear, a thing. I gotta hear it. People wanna hear it. I don't know anything, if anything's good on here. <laughs> this is, like, a, a, a... It's all so bad. A real, like, glimpse under the hood of, like, Scotty Meadow's, like, creative process. Yeah, it's, like, a really process. ugly hood. Hey, you know what? Hold on. I don't even know what this is. Dude, that's sweet. So this is like this is walking my dog. That's it doesn't awesome. even, but, it, but it's just like so I'll come back and be like, okay, what tempo is that? It almost okay, sounds like it's like underwater. Heavy. Like yeah. the way that you're like suppressing like the yeah. 
like it's the not pops. meant it's not meant to sound good. I think it's meant like something was stuck in my brain. Sure. I put it out very poorly and I come back and sit here and like just like okay, what was I trying to get across right. in that? You lay down the first layer and then you can come back to it and like okay, I like this part of it. I can I can use this. So for design for me, I kind of do a somewhat similar thing. Yeah. If I see something I like on the street like a cool like signage thing or like some typography, I'll just take a picture of it and then like I'll just have all these pictures on my phone of like things that inspire me from the real world not just yeah. like I'm on like a feed all day. Yeah. So it's like I'm using the real world as a feed, you know. Totally. And I'll be like, "Okay, cool. Like I like the way that that A looks. Like I wonder yeah. if I could recreate that in my own way, you know." My phone my camera roll is full of screenshot Spotify songs. Yeah. Like things I'd never heard like that's cool. I'm not going to copy it. But like you're going to reference the vibe it. that gave me a really like I want to try and yeah. do something in that sort of area. I think that's what's cool about just being a creator and like being in a place where like you interact with so many people is that like especially in LA it's really dense for a lot of creative people. Mm. You're able to um you know take little things from everybody and like come up with your own version of it and like put your own spin on it and like yeah because you have your own like ideas and your own like experiences that are going to like have it uh, that are unique to you so yeah. nobody can take that from you. Well, everything's kind of regurgitated, right? Sure, but like but the like your life is not like anybody else's life. Like sure. you're unique. So sure. No matter what you create, it's never going to be what I create. You know what I mean? So that's what makes it kind of fun and unique, I think, and interesting. Yeah, well, that's well, but that's also why I like collaborating a lot. Right, because you get those two different perspectives yeah. or three I, different perspectives. All the songs I'm many. doing now are probably like 75% done with other people collaborating. That's sweet. It's cool, though, because everyone has their strengths. Everyone has different ideas of things. You're getting like instant feedback on yeah. something, and it kind of teaches you to have no shame. Yeah. Like, oh, I had this idea, and someone like, hmm, not going to happen. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, next right. idea. Right. Like, that was hard to overcome at first. Yeah. You could be playing something or working on something for weeks. Like, oh, I think this is really good. And then you sit down and do it for somebody else, and they're like, not feeling not it, bro. Not really a thing. Yeah. You just had to be able to go, all right. And it's almost thing. like the way that you talk, like, it's like constructive criticism. It's like, okay. I just did the I, hand thing I you really were talking like, about. Is, it, is this how you play piano? Yeah, apparently? see? You turn into a little T Rex. It's like a little T Rex. Little baby, little baby arms. A little toy piano. It looks more like a T-Rex. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> um, make good shit. Make good shit. Number one. That should just be the new... I feel so... That should be the name of the podcast. I know. Make good make shit. Make good shit. I feel so funny doling out advice. I feel like I'm totally not qualified, but... How old are you? I'll provide... Uh, 27. Yeah, if it's you're not an 20, age thing. If you're over 25... Are you kidding me? There's like 19-year-old musicians. I'm like, please teach me. Yeah, but we've... You, okay. You, how long have you been doing music? Been involved in music? Since I was like nine. There you go. I feel like you're more or less like... You've been doing it since you were nine, so you have a track record of doing things, sure. failing at things, getting better. Like, sure. you're not like we're not saying like um, you have to be like a Mozart to give advice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's yeah, you're doing stuff all the time, and I I think that a lot of people would like to hear from somebody like you. Yeah, because I do. I okay. like to hear about your ventures all the time. You okay. Know? Don't I like I wouldn't be too picky about the kind of work you're doing or the kind of project you're doing, mm -hmm. especially if you're starting out. Because one, you don't know what opportunity that could bring. You know, you could be collaborating with someone. It seems like a total shit idea. Yeah. And if you show up, just like I want to be here, I want to do the thing. And you're like, you're not they're not going to ask you back for when they may have a cool thing to do. Right. So like, go, show up, give it your best. So like when, when you're young, it's just like take any opportunity you can. If it's you know within yeah, reason. Yeah, to, to within to reason. Certain, yeah. yeah, but like don't don't think you're the next greatest thing and you're going to wait for the perfect opportunity right. to come along to then act and, and take it because that won't happen. Sure. It may be one in a million times that'll happen. What a, what's something like early in your career that you felt like you felt like um, opened up your like 
help open up your career even more, like pave like a path for you, like a project mm-hmm. that you took on. Like, is there something you can think of at the top of your head that like really like kind of projected a, you? I mean, not a specific project, but I was lucky enough to sort of pivot what I was doing for work into working on music. Yeah. So I was with an agency who we worked at together. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. And Magnetic Creative. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Awesome. To agency. that team. No, so I was doing and I still am doing work for them. Yeah. And I'm editing a lot of content and going through things and we're like just doling out money for music. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, there's clients that are like are kind of not wanting stock music anymore. They want something custom. They want right. you know so I kind of positioned it to them like why don't I make, make the music, music if, yeah. if it's something I'm capable of executing why don't I do that yeah and that's what kind of so geared, geared was, me towards doing that for video it was a decision you made because you, you knew that you were good at doing this and you're like well I can bring you value this way and if it works out for you guys that it yeah and I think it's really good practice for me too yeah so you're get getting better at every, your craft while you're getting paid yeah totally I'm super that's like the lucky part like there's people that can make Is just there's people that can make just as good of music as I do. I don't know that, that aren't getting paid to you know write for commercials, but also there's a pride thing there too. I yeah. know guys that want to be writing and pitching pop music that won't do commercial music. Really, it's like not too cool for that. I will say like when you watch a, a video or a film from like a brand that is not a stock song, like you, there's definitely like a different feeling. Like you feel like more like there's a more emotion involved. You can, sure. you can see like, oh, this is an authentic piece of art that this brand put together and paid them. Like they spent the right money to do it. Like yeah. they, they hired the best people. Like you could tell like the message is getting across in a certain way. Like yeah. you have that kind of like, ooh, like when you see a good commercial that isn't like selling, 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 it's more like they're sharing a story to you and like you're, you're part of that story and you can resonate with it. Yeah. And like for you, like you have that sweet track behind it. And yeah. like it really pulls everything together. You well, know? also think about brands that are now cranking out content like daily. Yeah, that all has to be consistent to some extent, sure. right? If you're if you have like a color scheme for your brand, you're gonna use that throughout all yeah. the imagery that you put out, right? If you have like earth tones and then you just put hot pink in there one day, right? So if you're putting out content every day, you can either use the same song or like from the same band, but that'll run out and get old really quick, yeah, because there's only so much of it. Or you're doing something different in stock music, like every single day. Which yeah. just feels like totally disjointed. Right. It's like a lot of the stuff I've done is like for one client or for one brand, but it's like 20 videos. Different like, iterations. Like let, yeah, let's make something that feels similar enough. So it's like a soundtrack to the brand. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Similar Ooh. enough, but not like exact. That could be like your headline on your website. Like I can Maybe. make a soundtrack well, for I, your I brand. I don't think there's anyone, Not I shouldn't say anyone, but there's not a lot of people doing that. Yeah. Right? It's either like a $30 cheesy kind of stock song. Or you're like buying it from an indie band yeah. who's just trying to make a living, so they're gonna charge for it. But there's no one really doing like a sort of consistent custom right. type stock music thing. Interesting. Yeah, because I, I mean, you've got like places like Musicbed, but that's a little different because it's already made and you can license it. Right. But what you're saying is like custom stuff for projects. So it's almost like a creative agency that focuses mostly like on video and film, and yeah. like we make that song for you. You know. Right. So, well, so that exists. Yeah. But it's usually one-off things. Right. Like there's music houses that an agency will go to and be like, hey, we're doing this Doritos Super Bowl commercial. Here's this much money to do just the soundtrack for right. that. And those guys are unreal. They're awesome at mm-hmm. what they do. But it's not feasible financially right. to ask those guys to do like a 10-video web series thing. Right. Right. So it's like finding that middle ground of like 
good quality music that you can just that has spread legs. out over a huge yeah. brand. So you could you could map that out for a client and be like, this is the journey that we're gonna go through together on this on this project. Like you're gonna get like an evolution. Like this the the theme is gonna be consistent in the sound in the audio experience. Right. Because you do it with everything else. Yeah. In advertising, right? Yeah. Everything else that you're putting out as a brand has a look, has a style, it has it's a vibe. Like all the senses need to be incorporated. Like right. the but sound, the, the look, the feel. But how many how many projects have you worked on the the music at the end is like an afterthought? It's like, oh yeah, we gotta put music to this thing. And you're like, God, that would have been feels, so much cooler if you just dis, it feels disjointed. Like yeah. I've heard of I've heard of uh film composers writing pieces ahead of time for directors yeah. so the director can play it on set. Interesting. So they're like capturing the scene based on the vibe of the music. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. I mean, I've seen movies where like, uh, did you see The Arrival? Yeah. The soundtrack to that movie was so good. Yeah. I watched this like behind the scenes. Watch it they... without it. And you'll be like, what the hell am I watching? Yeah, it, it relies on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But seeing how they like, they made that, they even show like the storyboards of like how they like kind of did everything before. Like I like yeah. seeing like a movie like broken apart and dissected like that because it's like, mm. oh, everything's like really thought through. Like that's how you make these things. Yeah. It's not like they're just shooting from the hip all the time. Like there's things that you plan out, you craft this thing, you work with so many other people. It's yeah. giant, it's, it's a big collaboration. It's yeah. Like we see all those credits. That's just a giant collaboration Huge. with lots of money behind it, right? Tons. And um, I think when you see movies like The Arrival or even like that um, that new Annihilation movie, I, I liked it a lot. I see it. Um, there's a lot of cool things that like it just works because um, all the right players are in place, I guess. You know, yeah. to make that happen. I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of what advice someone would have given me like five or ten years ago. Okay, so give give yourself advice when you were younger. Ooh. Scotty from here to the Scotty from the past. Little Scott. Little uh, Scotty. I don't know. Like, the, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, do more. Do more. But also, I value my free time. I th Like, right. there's some people that can function just, like, working, 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 working. That's their craft mm. all the time. I'm not that. I would unplug. Be, I would be miserable if I, like, didn't have... A balance. But I think what's cool about this is like we're just having a fun conversation because we're friends. Sure. But, and we can also be creating at the same time. Right. Like I don't really consider this creating. It's just like a, a flow. Like I feel like this is laid back. This is a fun, casual conversation. Mm. We would have done it anyways. True. You know what I mean? So it's like True. this is a way for me to balance still making things but still like having like a leisurely experience. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you said make cool shit. Yeah. Do more. Yeah. Make okay. good shit, do more. No, I, I don't. What would I tell myself? I don't know. I like. I'm a. I have. I'm a big anti-regret person. Yeah, for sure. So I'd, like, I wouldn't tell myself do something different because I would. Because I like where I'm. Everything in. you did. I like where I'm now. now. Yeah. yeah. So you don't want to like. You don't want to mess with that because it was a good recipe. <laughs> yeah, but then that sounds. <laughs> I did great. No, I really didn't. Uh, no, you are doing great, man. Like I, I, I look up to you in a lot of ways, you know. And I think that's something that's uh, 
that's nice of you. No, you're, for real. You're like setting yourself I'm up not for just failure, like, but no, for reals, man. Like, uh, I've, I talk highly about you to a lot of people because I, I respect you. I respect the work that you do. Likewise, I, working with you at, at Mag was awesome, dude. Like, that was some of the f- most fun I've ever had. Yeah, like working at that agency. A lot of great people that worked there. Like, yeah, it was like a family. It was like an extended family going to this agency and like yeah. getting to work on cool projects. Like, I met you at a, a photo shoot for the very first time. Yeah, I was driving Scotty in a van with like some other like models and stuff for like a. A photo shoot for like a was it Life Proof or is it somebody else? I think it was Fugu. It was Fugu. So it was a Bluetooth speaker brand, and um, I had never met Scotty before. I guess we're going into the origin story. Let's now. go. Um, I had to drive a van of like uh, models and just some other like cast and crew, and like right. you were there to help out with 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 shooting, right? Yeah. Um, so you were in the back of the van. I never like I met you real quick, shook your hand. No, we were, I don't even know if we did. Did we not even shake no, hands? No, because the people I knew on the crew that asked me to come for that weekend had already left ahead of time. <laughs> so so you were just I was stuck like, in the I was like, I could just I could just drive up and meet you. And they're they're like, No, there's another van from the office going up. Yeah. This is my first time ever being at the office or working with anybody there. You knew nobody. No uh, in the, the van. No, no, not at all. The two people I knew at the time were already up there. Right. And then I, I was just like, hey, I'm supposed to be here. And everyone was like, okay. And, and we so just, we drove we up and the there band. was a storm happening, I believe. Like, we drove up to Big Bear. Yeah. And, like, the roads were icy. I'm driving this, like, big-ass van yeah. with, like, at least six to seven people in the back. Right. Um, we're just trying, to like, not to die. And, like, you're just cracking jokes in the back. I'm like, who is this was guy? I? Yeah. I'm like, who is this <laughs> guy in the back that is making me laugh and, like, actually making me do worse as I'm driving? <laughs> but, like... You know, it made it an experience. Um, but I remember being like, who is this? This dude's witty. He's funny. Like, I got to see who this dude is. And then we ended up having beers later that day and, like, did the photo shoot and stuff. And it was a fun weekend, you know? Yeah. And then, like, you just kind of, like, hung around Mag for a while and just kept doing more and more work. Yeah. And I'm like, like, oh, this is somebody that I'm going to be hanging out with a lot, I think. Because, yeah. like, you're just around and you're, like, you're working on cool shit with us, you know? That's, okay, that's a great nugget of advice that I think people uh, don't always handle very well. What's like, that? Like, be around and network but don't be like buggy and persistent oh yeah there's like a super fine line right. of when it's okay to like call someone you just met and be like hey i'd love to work together or something mm-hmm. like that because a lot of people just right away like right. hey we met we don't should do this so thing and a lot of people mean. won't say anything for months yeah like just be i would be like human yeah but it's hard for some people sure that's not a natural thing sure i mean i'm naturally pretty social and i kind of want to like be around a lot of people I think sometimes I have to like tame that back a little bit, like be like, okay, dude, right? Maybe people don't want to hang out today. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, I hear what but you're maybe saying. Maybe people don't want to talk about work right away. Sure, you, you want to have like a, a just a, a connection that's just more natural, not with something loaded behind it that you're trying to get out of it. Yeah, like if like so, a lot of times I'll meet people in the music industry. Yeah, and it's not appropriate to be like, hey, nice to meet you. Uh, I'm actually a huge fan of your work. I'd love to work together. Yeah. That's so inorganic. It's like you just went to step five yeah. right away. Get to know someone. Talk to somebody. Yeah. Maybe buy, you don't even make buy that. Buy me coffee. You maybe know? you don't even make that connection that day. Mm-hmm. But when you get together again, they bring something up. You go, you know, oh, hey, well, on that topic, do this. I feel yeah. like that's a good piece of advice that I feel like is looked over a lot. So how do we summarize that topic? Um, mm-hmm. So we have make, sh- make cool shit, do more. Appropriate networking. Appropriate networking. Yeah. Don't be too pushy at first. Yeah. Uh, come in a little, like... Don't come at it with an objective per se. Like, you can have an objective in your head of like, okay, maybe that could lead to something. Yeah. But that's not your main intent. Your main intent is to just have yeah. a good connection with somebody. Also, and... listen more than you speak. Mm. That's like a life advice. Are you telling me too. I should do that? No. 
No, I'm terrible at it. I, I think yeah. constantly talking and too much about myself and like I had. Right. That's why Emily's really good. She's like, let someone else talk. You're like, she's like, Scotty, like, yeah. zip it, zip it. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty, don't. Scotty, <laughs> yeah, totally. No, I think you have a good a- amount of uh, like you're not overly like splurging with your like words. Like you're you're pretty well balanced. And I, I make think... words up. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? No, like I'll maybe not make them up. I misuse words a lot. Misuse? Yeah, yeah. I do that here and there. Yeah. But if you're like confident about it? Like funner? No one knows. This is funner. Funner. Actually, I don't say that a lot. To I'll just mix I'll just mix words up. Mm. I'm like, oh, sounds so like a narcissist. It really means like sociopath, but Let's let's end it with a good little like positive note good, from Scott. Good Nadeau. positive note. Yeah. Um maybe, have, maybe I mean, you have to find balance. So like a little background on me, like I'm trying to strictly write pop music pitch and land and write pop music okay but that's not making a ton of money right now Mm -hmm. that's not i'm not that successful yet in that field so i find other opportunities so like step down from that is like what can i do to make money paying my bills while making music and that could be doing commercial stuff you know custom music for for brands or companies or jingles or you know like anything like what can i do to use the equipment i have in here to give right. music to people. Don't dwell on that. things you don't have. Right. And then step down from that. Okay. How am I going to pay my bills if the music stuff isn't busy enough for the month? If yeah. you're self-employed, like I'm the first person to admit I'm not paying all my bills with music every month. Yeah. That's the reality of the situation. Sure. I'm not going to try and front and say that's what I'm doing. So say I'm having a, a month that takes me down to tier three. Use another skill you're good at to pay the bills. So right. a lot of times I'll be doing video editing still if I need to. Just because so like I can you, afford to still pay for to. this room and food for the dog and to do the things I want to do. Keep a roof on your head. Yeah, and, and my insurance and stuff because I have no desire to be the starving artist in a van no. trying to like find the next thing. So I think I think the biggest piece of advice I have is to like humble yourself a little bit yeah. and realize you're not always going to be doing the perfect job you want to be doing right. and making money at it. Even people that are at the top, that like big directors and big musicians and celebrities say like whoever i'm sure there's times when like they have to do things that isn't their like first and foremost like yeah. thing that they want to do like they have to you know well it's like you adapt see you know movie celebrities doing like bad movies a carmax commercial or something <laughs> you're like how'd you get there you're like yeah you're like how'd you you just wanted some extra had to moolah, had to be huh? good right you know but i don't know that's the only that's the only, like I, i'm not gonna i wouldn't sit here and give music advice to somebody i wouldn't but like advice i can give i feel like that i'm pretty good at is balancing your time yeah being productive with it making sure you're always covering the things you need to first Mm -hmm. and then build on top of that right and don't think don't look down on yourself for that yeah you know yeah don't feel bad about having to um, adapt to the situation and it's not even backtracking it's more so like i've done this before this is this is a way that i can get around this uh this problem is by doing this thing you know yeah well, I think a lot of people need instant gratification. So it's like, oh, if I'm not the best hit songwriter, whatever it is, in five years, I give up. I'm like, okay, maybe you shouldn't be doing this in the first You're place. You're too hard on yourself. If this is not something that you just want to be doing every day. You probably shouldn't be doing it. Don't be doing it, yeah. right? Yeah. But if it's something, if I was only afforded the luxury of writing music one day a week, mm-hmm. I would still do it. I would still do whatever I needed to do six days a week and just do it on that one day. Sure. And with that attitude, one day is going to turn into two. Mm-hmm. Two will turn into three. Three will turn into four. 
then all the days of the week you're doing what you want to be doing. I think the biggest part of that is like consistency, like just sticking to it and keep keep moving forward. Like yeah. the more that you don't do it, you're not going to develop that habit. So, you know, if you want to be doing music, you got to put you got to put the time in. You got to be in the studio. You got to be recording. And some things are going to be gold that come out of that studio. Some things are not going to be gold. You mm. know, but like you're never going to get to those those things if you don't put time in. You don't put the work in, and you you know build on top of all the things you've done in the past. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for chatting with me, Scott. Thanks, this has been really fun. We're I gonna... hope it was good. Even if it's not good, I hope people get it's kind of like what we're talking about. Like yeah, we're like... just doing it because it's fun. Did I? I well, hope someone got something out of it. I yeah, don't know. I got something out of it. Did for you? Sure. Yeah, okay. I got a coffee out of it. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding, dude. I got way more out of it for sure. Oh, um, yeah, man. Hopefully, uh, you know. And I want to hear what people think. Like, definitely chime in on the comments and stuff. Like. Um, if there's oh, things can we talk about that really quick yeah I'm sorry sure I wish people were more honest okay it hurts it sucks I like I wish it, uh, 10 years ago someone was like you're just not that good at making music like just oh. quit now find something else you're good at and do it you know sure I'm, you're, I'm you're, glad, a, you're I'm, actually good at I'm making glad music. Oh, thanks. I'm glad no one did but right. I wish it was more acceptable to it's like your mom to, telling you you did a good job to go like... to your friend and be like I like you worked really hard at this it's awesome it's not that great, you know, right. like that's okay. <laughs> Work on like constructive criticism. Like what yeah. you're saying, like comment on how, like if, if you want people to watch this, right? Sure. End goal. If they want to watch it. Someone to watch it. Someone to get something out of it, right? Right. You do it because you like it. Yeah. But also. I get joy out of other people getting some sort of uh, value or like totally. uh, interest in it or, so, or, or like maybe they unlock, unlock something for them, you know? Right. But what you're saying is tell like, it'd be super cool if someone commented like, hey, I appreciate you guys sitting down for an hour and talking and shooting the shit and stuff. Right. I didn't really get anything out of it. Maybe <laughs> next time you could like do this, do this. Maybe have or more like, of a structure. In ask, your yeah. Like ask someone about this. Then you'd be like, Oh, cool. Cool. I'll try that next time. If it doesn't work, fuck them. But right. If it does, then you know, there's at least one person that's getting a little more value out of something. And I think that's a really good way to like a good approach about it is like being flexible, like not being um, closed minded. Yeah. Um, even with the YouTube channel, it's like I make videos based on what people say. Like there's there's a few videos I made just in response to some some people. They're like, hey, can you make more sketch videos? Hey, can yeah. you make more app? You know, so I try to like tailor the content to people that are actually consuming this stuff. It's not like you're just watching a TV and it's a regularly programmed schedule and you don't get a say in what's what's on. Like this is an actual thing that you can be a part of. So yeah. you're a part of this community. You're part of this like creation process. It yeah. goes back to collaboration. Like I'd like to collaborate with the people that are commenting on my videos, you know? Right. So in a way that, but like, don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. You know. Yeah. There's gonna be assholes. <laughs> you know. There's gonna be assholes. Fuck that guy. He talks funny. He's gonna be the asshole. That's that's silly. But be like, hey, I got no value from this. Yeah. I could have gotten value if you did this, maybe. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. great. You know. Be constructive. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me what I can do better. You know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm let's, really good at self deprecating. Let's end this thing. Cause I'm starving. Let's eat something. You want to eat something? Yeah. All right. Cool. Great. Later, peeps.